style helps you get up the stairs and down. Truman Capote once said style helps you get up the stairs and down. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to You Have to Wear Something, as I avoid gendered language here. They, them was the most Googled term of 2019, by the way. I have started adding she, her to my email signatures, and we are living in a time, my friends. It will be 2020 in less than 12 days, and I just wanted to slow it all down. So old news now, but I wanted to speak about Lizzo and the display of her ass in a thong plus a twerk at a Lakers game. Now, by now, we all know that Lizzo promotes body positivity through her image and her songs. And while I agree that we should accept all body types and serve and support women of all sizes in fashion, there is a place for everything. She wore like a long black t-shirt with the ass part cut out of it, revealing a black thong. Some believe Lizzo was judged harshly for her display of her ass in a thong because of her size. When my thought process was more about the place and the time, many mentioned how Rihanna and Lady Gaga have worn see-through dresses and such with little backlash because they are thinner. But the Met Ball and red carpet events specifically for fashion are adult events and the Lakers game is considered a family pastime and you've never seen Beyonce or Rihanna flashing us at those particular events so not everything is fat shaming guys and I like Lizzo as much as the next person but let's be honest America feels some type of way about overweight black women and usually this shows up over time in the form of the mammy archetype for those living under a rock all their lives Mammy was a black woman, especially in the South, that worked usually for free for a white family and nursed the family's children. In addition to rearing the owner's children, they cleaned and prepared meals. And stories such as Uncle Tom's Cabin romanticized this character as more than happy to do these things and proud to be like a second mother to the children. The U.S. is obsessed with the modern versions of Mammy in TV and movies usually a heavyset nurse or a supporting character that's nurturing selfless strong and supportive non-threatening obedient and submissive i mean is it me or does america love their overweight black women such as oprah star jones lonnie love and so on the mammy archetype lives deep in our subconscious and i think that's why lizzo is so 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 popular with white women we should all love a delicious stack of pancakes from Aunt Jemima, I think. It makes us feel good, and she is more than happy to do it. Actually, there is a wonderful exhibit on the Mammy Archetype at CAM, the African American Museum here in LA. And in the exhibit, there's a cartoon featuring a Mammy who at one point turns around and begins to dance and shake her booty towards the camera, AKA basically a twerk. While I don't think of Lizzo as an asexual doting grandmother who makes great pies, I do see her as putting on a show to please a white audience. And a Lakers audience is filled with white families watching the game in the arena and at home. So I am more curious as to why she feels like she has to twerk out of nowhere to gain attention. And also I have to pause when I see white people overly happy about a plus size black woman twerking in a thong at an otherwise family event. 
Remember, Janet was fined and ostracized for boobgate that one year at the Super Bowl. So while I don't think Lizzo's goal is to be a modern mammy, she should be mindful of being cheered into a sexualized version of a mammy that aims to please her many mistresses in the form of white women. Remember, the antebellum South never had an issue with having sex with their black female slaves or enjoying slave entertainment. So black people will always be welcomed into the entertainment industry, but it's our responsibility to control the narrative of our image. Another all black outfit moment significant this week came in the form of Nancy Pelosi on impeachment day. Yay, impeachment day. Remember, you have to wear something to oust a president and Democrats all wore black in solidarity of what they described as a somber day for America. Nancy made a deliberate statement wearing that black sheath. And if you look closely, you will see her brooch made by Anne Han, dagger-like in design with a gold eagle with wings spread, a symbol of freedom for sure. A nod to the ancient Romans, the bundled rods and maids are used to communicate strength through unity. The pen only sells for $125, but is currently on back order, of course. And that is what you call influencing. One of the most important black men in fashion, Virgil Abloh, is as busy as ever this week. He launched a collection of off-white t-shirts and hoodies in honor of the Louvre's Leonardo da Vinci exhibition. It's the 500th anniversary of the artist's death. To pay homage to the Renaissance great, Abloh put his own signature stamp on the artist's canvas with a mashup of his off-white logos and da Vinci's work. Ablo says, since the beginning, it's been essential to my work to prove that any place is accessible to everyone, no matter how exclusive a place is or might seem, Ablo says. The campaign was shot in the Louvre. I did not see any models of color, and the collection will only be available in the Louvre gift shop and on Farfetch. Sounds pretty exclusive to me. And in the same breath, in his latest interview with Days Magazine, Apple said, in 2020, streetwear is going to die. He went on to say, like, it's time will be up. In my mind, how many t-shirts can one person own? How many more hoodies? How many more sneakers? I think that we're gonna hit this like really awesome state of expressing your knowledge and personal style with vintage. There are so many clothes that are cool that are in vintage shops and it's just about wearing them. I think that fashion is gonna go away from buying a box fresh something. It'll be like, hey, I'm gonna go into my archive. But meanwhile, buy all these t-shirts I just dropped. (laughs) Going into archive is what I do best. I love investment shopping. So today I was wearing Le Croix from the 90s with my mom's vintage reversible Chinese silk jacket to try out the new Hilltop Coffee and Kitchen in Inglewood. So I guess I'm a hype beast, but what do I know? And finally, You know, the Kardashians make us, and when I say us, I mean black women, just so exhausted from braids to bodies to bronzers. Kim has been preparing us gradually for this. What I agreed to be blackface on the cover of Seven Hollywood Magazine, I agree, it's blackface. Blackfishing, if you do not know, is the practice of making yourself appear either mixed race or flat out like a black person. When you see the cover, immediately you think it's Beyonce. And while we are all allowed to tan and Kim is half Armenian, this family is white and you don't get to disrespect an entire race because you have a black husband 
and mixed race kids or that you get black people out of jail. Seven Hollywood said they were inspired by Elizabeth Taylor. I wish she was alive so that she could disagree. If anything, it's inspired by Diana Ross. And we are partly responsible as well because black media is constantly reporting on the Kardashian-Jenners. And this gives them license to culturally appropriate their strength in numbers. So if Ariana Grande and Kim K spend the last four years going darker and darker and darker with their makeup, well, you barely notice it, right? Just prepping us for the blackface. And on that note, I want to say thank you to Dog Ear Jewelry for my lovely third eye necklace, also known as the dream necklace. Early Merry Christmas to me. And if I don't record again before 2020, Merry Merry, whatever you celebrate and Happy New Year. Peace. Thank you.